0: and welcome on in everybody to the check your brain podcast wherever you are listening to this whether it's on patreon for five bucks a month the patreon.com slash tony maser and you get exclusive podcasts early access to guests like this one you're going to hear in just a few minutes and uh any other content i like to put out there sometimes some fun uh, crossover episodes we do with uh, chad and ken Mosca, our football podcast and uh Maybe sometimes I'll throw my stand-up up there. You never know. So go to patreon.com slash Tony Mazur, T-O-N-Y-M-A-Z-U-R, in order to get more from this from the podcast. This one is going out for free on Spotify, iTunes, Google, wherever you get your finer podcasts. My name is Tony Mazer with the Check Your Brain podcast. And with me is a guest that I have known now and has become a friend for the last gosh, better part of 10, 11 years. Yep. And he is, uh, he's is he been a, a sports handicapper. He's been somebody who's a, a, a really good guy. He knows so many people. A lot of people it may not necessarily be a household name to you. And it just so happened. It's one of those weird divine intervention things where i, I you sent me an email. And, uh, and and this is Bruce Hall we're talking to here. And Bruce sends me an email the other day. And I'm like, you know what? I'd love to have him on the podcast. And sure enough, you text me say I actually just got the boot from Twitter this week. So it's almost like there's a reason I had to talk to you, and this is one of the reasons. And uh, uh, but first, Bruce, thanks for being on the Check Your Brain podcast here, and uh, good to talk to you. And uh, you and I've, like you said, known each other from your days of doing the radio show up in was it Westchester, I believe.
1: Yeah, up in New York, and then uh, we moved to we moved to uh, uh, Connecticut for a couple of years. But no, I had you on when you were uh, really young, and and the thing I loved about you is there wasn't anything about Cleveland you didn't know. I was the Cleveland and, guy, was the Cleveland <laughs> sports guy? Well, you were also a good guy. You're, you know, you love sports and you love handicapping, and and, and uh, we used to pick games. Our, if you remember, we used to pick a lot of games where I'd have. You know, I'd have some sports names picking games on uh, on uh, my show, uh, and a lot of those guys have gone on and and developed really good radio shows. Yeah, and, uh, well, and, and then others you had Chuck
0: Todd on, who's lost his mind in the last <laughs> couple of years.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I used to I used to be in a uh, in a uh, rotisserie league baseball group with Chuck Todd one year. It was a bunch of guys that I used to, you know. Uh, we were the, I mean, it was, it was before rotisserie league baseball became fantasy. They called it rotisserie league and it, and it, and it is fantasy ball, but he was in there with me and he was nice as he could be, but I'm going to tell you that guy's bought and paid for it. His wife, um, is like the biggest lobbyist for the democratic party there is. So, you know, he really doesn't have much choice, although I have seen him, Getting frustrated lately, I've seen reports on him kind of turning my, you know, our way a little bit, and mm. actually thinking about telling the truth. So well, God, God forbid, Bruce. God <laughs> forbid we have
0: somebody on here who's going to not compromise their beliefs. You know, <laughs> well, it's you know, it's funny about uh, this, Bruce, is that talking to you over, especially over social media, and being on your show back in the day. Was that you were, uh, you know, you talked a lot of football, a lot of sports, and uh, handicapping and point spreads and everything. And then all of a sudden, I saw a couple of political things. I'm like, oh, this guy, this guy is on it. And then when you were on the Trump train, you and I, I think, were one of the early people on the Trump train back in 2015. And then look where it took us. And then you, your your Twitter account basically went away from all the sports and went into not only politics but also a lot of the conspiracies and a lot of kind of the shadowy figures that have been going around in the political world. And I want to want to jump right in. If we if you don't mind, if you go go right ahead, I I saw this one over the weekend. So we're recording this on Sunday. It's going out for free on Wednesday and it'll be out on Tuesday on my Patreon. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I've been seeing, this is really been popping up in the last couple of years is we've been hearing about this term, the Soros backed D.A., District Attorney. And now the, they're fighting back with that by saying, whenever you hear someone like Marco Rubio say a Soros DA or a Soros back DA, that's just code word for anti-Semitism. So Bruce, in your, in your mind, who is exactly George Soros? And, and after we get to, I wanna to get to, into World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, but George Soros, in my opinion, seems to be one, one of, if not the most destructive person people in this entire country next to bill gates and what is this all about i mean they, they're really rewriting his entire history They say, oh no he wasn't a nazi sympathizer he just he was young he did a couple of things and and what is this whole rampage and in, and in infiltrating all the district attorney's offices and all of these races that he is backing what what is going on with george soros
1: well george soros um you know during world war ii was a 14 year old and, I, you know, and you, you have to, like, be good at math to figure out if it even makes sense. But he was uh, in charge of uh, when they were putting uh, all the Jews in cattle cars uh, and, you know, running them to, uh, you know, Auschwitz and other fine places in, in, in the countryside. Um, George Soros was employed by the Nazis. And what he did was he uh, basically took care of getting all of their uh, belongings uh furniture artwork stuff like that um you know he was polish um but you know the poles basically had to make a decision and what they did was you know they had the brown shirts in germany well i mean in poland it was similar if you were young and and you know you really had your parents you know, we're going to probably die, they would like recruit the kids to work for the Nazis. And next thing you know, they've got a pretty good little army going like there. And George Soros was one of those guys. Now I'm going to tell you something about George Soros, because I don't want to spend too much time talking about it. And I'll tell you why. In my opinion, he's dead. He's been dead since he was picked up in Philadelphia about a year, year and a half ago. I actually have the indictment uh and, and i sent it out and i i lost that indictment the copies of it for a while i never found it and today when i was sending out that really good video of whatever that guy's name is it's like uh, hunk and lisa or whatever yeah <laughs> i did see it's that. a phenom- that's a phenomenal one hour video about covid but on the bottom of one of them that goes you know was going out to one of my people it was attached to it so i might have even sent you one uh the affidavit his real name isn't george soros something else but that's how you know it's for real and it was from it was in state of pennsylvania and uh i'm pretty sure he's gone um he wasn't allowed in russia you know everything right now is pretend It, it right now we're watching a movie this is what you know uh you know, Charlie Ward says, this is what Judy Byington says. This is what all of the really good Intel people who are out there. 107, you know, 107, I mean, 107, uh, is, uh, JFK jr. You know, and he is, he does a lot of podcasts. Everybody has him on and he's very, very, very patient. I mean, imagine how patient you have to be to be like a five-year-old watch your dad die, Uh, or, or not die. Uh, maybe the body double died, but, uh, you know, they had to protect those kids and they had to pretend like JFK was dead, even if he wasn't dead. And, uh, but he's been hiding ever since, uh, we thought he, uh, drove an airplane into, uh, the sea, uh, you know, uh, out, you know, uh, up in off, off Long Island on the way to, uh, Martha's, Vineyard. St- Martha's Vineyard. So yeah, he, and, and he had what, 10 people at his funeral. I mean, come on, you know, on a naval vessel. Uh, no, he's, he's actually just been in hiding like a lot of people are. And there's a lot of people that, um, are going to come to the forefront. And as, as we get closer to what's going on, uh, you know, right now we're, we're, we're waiting, you know, we're waiting. Trump, Trump had a, an election stolen from him. All you got to kn- know is what Dominion uh, voting systems do for a living. I mean, you can just look at their cards, look at their logo, look at everything. They, all they do is fix elections, but they usually do it in other countries for the CIA. So now they're fixing elections here. And there's no doubt in the state of Virginia where I live that we had an election fixed. Two years ago, Um, you know, uh, the guy that ran against uh, in my district against uh, former CIA employee, Abigail Spanberger, uh, he he was up, I don't know, 18 points at 10 o'clock on election night. And they shut everything down. And a week later, they found twenty eight hundred votes somewhere.
0: That's the Dalton and two thousand mules in Southern Pennsylvania and and, and all this other stuff. I want to get to. I want to get to more about the the body doubles and deep fakes sure, and everything sure. that's going on. But I, I also have to ask you about because it's been the t- main topic of the last two and a half years now has been covid. And oh, yeah, we you know, <clears throat> when so when the SARS outbreak back in 2003, I remember I had a girlfriend at the time who was going up to with her French club going up to Montreal. And there was this whole like, oh, you don't want to get SARS. No, but SARS was never a I mean, you think about, again, 2003. Patriot Act, uh, the, the Iraq and the Afghanistan War. It was like SARS was like 82nd on the priorities list. Then you had H1N1 back in 2009, 2010. But again, not really an election year. Obama's already president. Now you have COVID. COVID hits in 2020, March of 2020, right around the time when all the primaries are going on and what's been happening. And people like I know you and I, but I for me being at a radio station at the time and thinking that yeah, this is not uh, this is not uh, kosher right now this is, something is not right about this that this is all going on that we need to shut down the world shut down the economy and then all of a sudden by by april by may we were pretty much realizing the covid was affecting old people fat people and a lot of fat and old people and we kind of figured that out, but still, we had to shut the, the country down. We had to shut down playgrounds. We had to shut down skate parks. We had to shut down beaches. We couldn't do anything. And then all of a sudden, you start hearing about Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, other things like uh, Agenda 2030, where by 2030 we will own nothing. We'll be quote unquote happy. You start seeing about ph- hearing about pharmaceutical companies and you know the same ones who were able to. You know, raid the poppy fields and uh, you know tear up small and large towns in West Virginia and Virginia and Ohio and Pennsylvania when it came to the opioid epidemic yet now all of a sudden we have to start trusting Pfizer and we have to trust moderna and Johnson and Johnson and then Bill Gates comes around and tells you you need to take vaccines so uh, talk about the the whole thing when you talk about anything from World economic Forum and great reset bill uh, Bill Gates everything that evolved in the last two and a half years. And I guess for me, the white pill when you talk about this is that a lot of people are starting to wake up to this. Not enough people, but enough people are waking up and going, wait a second here. Something's not right. And you've kind
1: of been calling this the last couple of years. Well, you know, Tony, the way I look at it, just to make make a long story short is we we have been involved. I mean, for us to be alive, I, I'm a Christian and I'm, you know, and I pray every day and i and i and i've never been happier in my life but i've been chosen for some reason like you have to be alive now i mean this is the most exciting crazy time that this world has ever had and it's it's got nothing to do with red versus blue it's got nothing to do with conservatives and liberals it's got nothing to do with democrats and republicans it's good versus evil and i'm going to tell you right now I'm good. I'm with the good guys. I love good guys. I've loved good guys ever since my father died four months after John F. Kennedy got assassinated. I was reading books. Well, I was two years ahead of everybody in school, but I was reading books in the sixties about the assassination, Mark Lane rush to judgment, all of these books. So was—I w- I got a good head start. People have always thought I was a little crazy and now they're finding out I'm Right because i just wasn't scared to call it all out now the thing if you go to ancestry.com's, evidently you can find that bill gates and his real wife melinda we call the one now man linda because it's a dude it's not a woman anyway and they got divorced anyway i guess because he found out it wasn't really his wife my point is is that they're both gone uh they went to india uh back when they were doing the hpv virus and uh You know, they they uh, they vaccinated thousands of children and a bunch of them died. And unfortunately for the Gates, they didn't make it to the uh, airplane in time. And from what I understand, all they say is they were murdered. I think they were hung. Um, and, And that's happening. The Gates you see now has a mask on. Hell, there was one shot of him. Tony, I know you saw it. He was walking across the street in New York or somewhere and he had, he had boobs. He had like breasts. (laughs) Yeah, I did see that. And I'm thinking that's a girl with his mask on.
0: And Melinda is very mannish too. Well,
1: well, you know, you know who a lot of people think is playing man. Linda is the guy that was in, he's in the movies and he was in the movies uh, and he's a Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein looks identical to that woman that plays Melinda Gates. Kevin and, Klein is
0: apparently married to Phoebe
1: Cates. I that that, that that doesn't surprise me, but there are a lot of people. Evidently, one of the masks is worn by Jim Carrey for um for uh, goofball, um, Biden. Yeah, I, don't, I can't even say his name because he's <laughs> he's been dead for well over four years. We never even saw him. Nobody saw him. Nobody saw Biden for for years. And all of a sudden he's running for president. He you know, he would stay in the he, he never came out. That's why this was so important for them to sell this virus. This isn't a virus. I've had nurses that have been nurses for 30, 40, 50 years tell me this is nothing worse than a bad cold. If you, and all you got to take for it is, you, is, is D3, uh, vitamin C, K2, and zinc. If you take those uh, vitamins and minerals every day, you're, you're going to be fine. You, you're, you're, your immune system is going to be as strong as it needs to be. Tony, I'm almost 70. I coach wrestling. I, you don't get any nastier than coaching wrestling in a wrestling room with a bunch of high school kids. I, you know, I, I, just, I just take care of myself, and I don't miss anything, and I've never worn a mask, and I never will. Because the people that died in the, uh, with, with the virus back in the early 1900s, the Spanish flu, they didn't die from the virus. They died from bacterial pneumonia from wearing the masks. And you know who, you know, who wrote a paper on that and said that Fauci. Ooh. <laughs> now here's another guy too, Fauci. You know, in my opinion, Fauci's gone. Um, he's been gone since he disappeared off the TV. When he's not on TV and he's not live, Tony, he's either on somebody's island in the Caribbean uh, doing what they do to kids or he's dead. And I'm I'm choosing the latter. That's the way. It, so when you talk about COVID and yeah. everything as
0: far as what what exactly was the goal? Was the goal forced vaccinations? Was the goal compliance? Was the goal something even more shadowy that we haven't even figured out yet here in 2022? Like or, or is it all the above? Like what what exactly was the reason to lock down the country? Essentially lock down the world uh say that you are essential but you are not essential your job is good you're a real hero and you need to be out of work and don't you understand don't you you're killing grandma you're doing all this uh, and then whenever you go out you got to wear a mask and conveniently just so conveniently there happened to been a little a gentleman named george floyd who ended up dying oh. around that time and uh so all of these so-called health directors who for two months almost three months to that point said don't go outside. Don't leave your home. Stay home. Order DoorDash. Do this and that. And if you got to leave, you have to wear two masks and this and this. And all of a sudden, George Floyd, this this you know, some people wonder a, a paid actor, uh, ends up dying. And now the health directors say, well, you know what is COVID's a bad virus, but so is racism. And they cheered on the riots that were happening. The as we call them, the summer of George back in two thousand twenty. And so it seemed like your protest was bad. Their protest is good. Therefore, they're justified in doing this. It just seemed like everything happened to be a perfect storm in the last couple of years when it came to COVID and vaccinations to rioting, looting. And oh, by the way, make sure you wear your face covering so now we can't identify anybody.
1: Well, you know, Tony, you're absolutely right. And George Goebbels, who uh, was Hitler's. You know, right hand man, he was his Psyop guy. He was the guy that tortured, you know, all of the uh uh prisoners. Uh he said, and as in several of, of Hitler's people guys have said that as long as you can make people scared of something, you can control them. And they made everybody fearful of this, you know thing that's a bad cold let me tell you i can remember being really sick when i was in college and i i went to practice every day i, I had a wrestling scholarship at east carolina university and i and i went to practice every day and i didn't miss practice and i had a fever probably of 101 102 but i'm just telling you we just got through it and i was cutting weight um, I've been through some hard times physically and I've been sick. I had red measles the week after my father died. I don't know if you've, anybody even knows what red measles are anymore because nobody gets it. I don't think, I think, uh, they take, uh, you know, vaccines for, a, you know, the measles, but the measles, that was a pretty powerful thing. And I had it two weeks and it was, and it was horrible. But let me tell you, if, if the people are scared, they want them home, you know, you know, who, who can they who do they watch when they're home cnn msnbc abc cbs fox i mean every, the media are nothing but a bunch of freaking liars that's all they are all they do is lie they're professional liars and they make all their money from 13 families who own them 13 families run the media on planet earth. Well, and this and that was what was interesting when you we're hearing about vares data
0: and myocarditis and everything that's popped up because of people taking vaccines or these so-called vaccines and even Fox News all these others are compromised because when they go to commercial break, the first commercial is from Pfizer. That's what happens <coughs> and Pfizer did a, a, a when I say a great job, I'm not complimenting them, but they did a great job. It's kind of like when um when the the draft, I was uh, this is one of the examples I was bringing up when the DraftKings scandal was going on a couple of years ago. Well, DraftKings in the last couple of years had bought up ads on every sports talk radio station and at ESPN and Fox Sports. So then when the scandal breaks, they can't really cover it because that's their main sponsor. So when Scott Van Pelt can't talk about it and. uh <sighs> It's it's it was compromised. So when Pfizer so you can't have Anderson Cooper, you can't have uh, Laura Ingram or any of these personalities come out and start ripping on vaccine uh, troubles and people getting sick and dying and and having heart attacks on soccer fields because their commercial break has two Pfizer spots. So it's, it's incredible.
1: Yeah, there's you know, right now there are so many people that are very becoming very sick at very young ages. Um, And it's all because of the of the jab. I mean, you know, I tell everybody, don't take the jab, but don't listen to me. Do your own research. The uh, the video I sent you today that I had two years ago, almost is the best. If everybody just watched Tank and Lisa do their video and, and and they what they did was they used the CDC's information, they had all the facts They had everything. And basically what the CDC was saying, this is two years ago now, and some of this research was even earlier than that, you know, they got ready for this stuff in 2003, 2004, like you were talking about. This isn't something that just happened you know, the Kennedy was assassinated in 63. Well, look who got there to the, get one of the guys that got him killed. Lyndon Baines Johnson, probably the biggest crook that ever lived in the white house. And I'm talking about, we've had guys like Bush and, 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 you know, the Clintons in the, and, and, and Obama, Obama was nothing more than he, he was, he was sex candy, for pedophiles most of his life until he got older they would they still can't find any of his records anywhere he said he was in school nowhere he was supposedly went to columbia nobody's ever been able to find any information that he was at columbia university and if he was that would make sense because they can pretty much do what they want at columbia they can allow me in there even if i don't take sats but uh, yeah, no, it's it's all about control, Tony. And what's happening? What I see happening now is we're winning. We're winning. The good guys are winning. Uh, there's we, cr-
0: there's cracks in the armor right now, and oh, especially definitely. to the point where I'll bring I- I'm going to bring up a name, and I-
1: I'd love to hear what your thoughts. Prescott okay. Bush. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. Prescott is George H.W.'s father. The guy that brought them over was. Prescott Bush's uh was his father and they came over in the 1890s and and for for those of you that don't know this it's going to come as a a shock to you but the Bushes aren't from England that you know and I'm going to tell you some other stuff about them too their real name was Scherf S-C-H-E-R-R-F and they're Germans what a surprise and they came over. Evidently, the grandfather was really good friends with Nikola Tesla Senior. So Tesla was world renowned, and for some reason, the people that you know let them into the country thought that that Tesla and the Bushes were one and the same. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They came together. Now, grandfather Bush was what a banker. He was a you know listen. The last thing you want to do is be a world banker because you're scum if you if you if you do that. And all you do is look for people um, to be your slaves. That's all we are when we pay interest. You know, we make Tony, you have a good year. You make one hundred thousand dollars. Well, the IRS wants 40 to 50,000 of that. Why? I'm not your slave. I'm not working for you. I'm working for me. Well, I mean, this is another thing that's because of Nasara. A, a lot of stuff is going to be changing in the next year or two, and it could take, you know, it could take even longer, and it could actually happen any day. Excuse me. Sorry about that. That's no, one of my typical things. You know, well, and, the, and the, when I bring up Prescott Bush, because it, I'm not yeah, a big fan. Not uh, a big fan. I so I'm 34
0: and. My high school years were the George W. Bush years, right right And being from a Republican, a fairly conservative uh, Catholic family, you know it was like, oh you you went and we were more of a binary family. that's just what I think a lot of people were up until you know probably the last 10 years where you were right. a Republican or Democrat and sometimes you'd have a Dixiecrat sometimes you have people kind of cross over, but for the most part we were very binary like a lot everyone else so, of course, you vote for Bob Dole in 96. Of course, you vote for George W. Bush in 2004. But then things started really popping up where you're like, wait a second, this is not adding up here. There's there is something going on. Like there was at one time when somebody mentions, and this is how things have changed, and it probably for the better is in, let's say, 2002, somebody comes out and says, I think the U.S. government knew something about 9-11, that it, whether they were participating in it or whatever. And you would get people saying, uh, you're out of your mind. You are uh, crazy. Uh, you are a consp- tinfoil hat conspiracy. Nowadays, a lot of people, you bring that up, that same exact way of phrasing it. You go, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. And this is not a, a partisan thing. So, you know, anyone from like, I mean, you saw Liz Cheney coming out uh, and, and Dick Cheney said oh, Donald Trump's a coward. And you go, OK, so it's not Republican and Democrat. It's us versus them at this point. It doesn't matter. I mean, anything from Bohemian Grove and uh, all these uh, satanic, sadistic rituals that this crosses parties. This isn't just Democrats and liberals and doing this. This is Republicans, too.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I voted for, uh, I guess, I guess my first election was Ronald Reagan and, uh, Ronald Reagan was a, was an actor like most politicians are, um, what we're finding out the Bushes were just one of the world families and nobody knew that, you know, they didn't know the sheriffs were so big. They didn't know they'd been hanging around as long as they have uh, You're from Ohio. Uh, George W. Bush Bush needed to fix the presidential election in Ohio to win. And he did. And if you remember, he also had that thing going on in Florida. Well, you know, the cabal wasn't going to lose. So Bush ended up winning that. Okay. But he is, he and his father are both two of the most notorious, nasty, Roger Stone is my favorite author. If Roger Stone writes a book, read it. It's it's Roger Stone standing on the mountaintop telling you the truth, and and uh, the Bush Crime Family is the name of the book written by Roger stone. I, I, I buy like a dozen of them because, you know, you can't buy conservative books at Barnes and Noble anymore because they just don't have conservative books. They got a bunch of, yeah, if you're a liberal, they'll pay you a million dollars to write a book and you don't even have to write it. Somebody else will write it for you.
0: And nobody reads it either. That's no, the exactly. <laughs> it's
1: not, it's not, it's not fun to read, but no, let me tell you, this was the biggest hoax, this virus in the history of the world the biggest hoax in the history of the world, and I'm going to say it, yeah, there is no, hey, there is no problem with this virus. It's not even a virus. You know, they can't isolate it. That's the problem. They have not been able to isolate the virus to even do tests on it. So the testing for the virus is a crock of you know what? I mean, if somebody says, oh, yeah, well, well, you know, they also, you could Diet Coke. Uh, will will register positive, uh, on the test. Um, you know, you don't want to look, the one thing you don't want to do is when you're sick, if you're, if you're not like so sick that you're not breathing or you're having a heart attack or a stroke or something, stay home. Don't go to the hospital. Don't go to their protocols, murdered thousands of people especially in New York, Pennsylvania, Northern Virginia, where I know, uh, New York, uh, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, everywhere, California, Washington, you know, D.C. You know, if you go to Washington, D.C., if you get get a few days and fly in or drive down, I don't fly anywhere. You couldn't pay me to get on an airplane anymore. But uh, if you drove down to D.C., you know what you'd see, Tony? Nothing. Everybody's gone after January sixth. There hasn't been anybody downtown. Nobody, no. nobody's working, and a lot of people that aren't there. Guess where they are? They're either indicted, waiting for a trial, and all the trials are are military trials. That's and, true, yeah, and military because nobody knows this because the the media won't tell you. But we've been We have been in a state of martial law since the day before the election. November 2nd, Trump flipped us and turned everything over to the military. That's why Trump still flies on Air Force One from time to time. That's why Trump flies with a helicopter that is is run by the Marine Corps. The Marines are with him. He's got 50,000, Trump does, uh, federal, um, officers who have traveled around the world and the United States picking people, picking bad guys up. And that's what they've been doing. That's why Trump didn't care if he lost the election. Listen, he, he has one thing he always says, you can't tell people that something happened. You you gotta let them find out for themselves.
0: That's true. Well, and, and I wanted to ask you about that because you mentioned January 6th and, yep. One thing we've noticed in the last couple of years that, again, you talk about, if you mentioned this 20 years ago, people would label you a conspiracy theorist. Today, some people would go, yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. And the, the big thing is this Fed operation where you see groups like Patriot Front and um, you know, uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, there's a, an event in Florida. And they say that there's all, there's all these Nazis that are there where you go, really they're, they're Nazis. They So they have swastika flags, really. Do you notice that there are creases in that flag, which means that they are brand new, taken yeah. right out of the package. And uh, uh, enough people now are saying, this seems like a fed operation. Just like, uh, what was it, One of the uh, marches that was going on last year in DC, uh, where people are like, wait a second, these guys don't, they don't have tattoos. They have very tight haircuts. You're going to tell me those are the Patriots. And uh, and and then what happened two years ago where, oh, there's this plot to kidnap Governor Whitmer of Michigan. And then it comes to the (laughs) it comes to the conclusion that, oh, they were all uh, it was all entrapment from feds. So that brings us to January 6th, where. It seems to me that, uh, in my controversial opinion, which is not controversial for you and I and other sane people, is that it seems to me that this was a whether it's Ray Epps and other feds that were trying to usher people into the Capitol, uh, that they were saying it for a couple of days. We need to, no, no, no. We're not going to the Capitol. We're going in the Capitol. And if you if you recall, in a lot of the videos, people were like look don't let the police try to bait you don't let the state run uh, police and don't let uh, any kind of feds try to tell you to go into the capital or or do anything violent because they're going to use it against you and that's kind of what ended up happening so i want to get your thoughts on on the feds and how january 6th played out and what what the goal that with this show trial that's been going on right now
1: all right i i have uh very close friends Uh, You know, I'm from Arlington, Virginia. My parents are buried in Arlington Cemetery um, over by the uh, the big uh, the big uh, bell, you know, I've been there. Yes. On on the uh, south side. And I'm going to tell you right now that from what I understand, you and I have been to concerts that were more physical than January 6th, what they did was at about 11 o'clock in the morning, uh, they tried to breach facing the Capitol on the north side, which is where the Supreme Court is and the Library of Congress and all that. They were facing that way. And uh, what ended up happening is these guys tried to breach uh, and, and the, there was no fence. It was a railing. It was like uh, parking railings, you know, that are about hip high. Maybe, maybe, uh, anyway, these guys busted through them from what I understand. And, you know, the, 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 The police, the Capitol Hill police who are completely separate and are, you know, the Speaker of the House runs them. That's Nancy Pelosi's job. And she didn't do a very good job because Trump wanted to bring a lot more people there just to make sure there weren't any problems. But anyway, they tried to get in. And then my friend walked up to the cops and said, hey, are you going to not arrest these guys? They just tried to bust through this thing and the guys looked at him and he said no no no. It, it's fine we know who these guys are well hmm. <laughs> so what it was was trump was an hour and a half to two hours late at the mall he wasn't going to make it to the capitol until the afternoon so these guys were you know they were trying to breach and cause trouble so what ended up happening is around 12 12 30 they let everybody through they pulled they pulled all of the railings out of the way, and they walked up the steps of the Capitol. My buddy said there was at least 300 people, but no more than that, about 300 people on that side. There were more people on the other side, on the front. And what he said was they stayed there calmly until the, the, the guys at the top said, you can all go in, and they opened the doors for them. Now, to open those doors takes an act of Congress okay because they're automatic locks on all of those doors but the people went in and i gotta tell you my buddy as soon as that happened he said you know that's when i kind of figured out i needed to mosey on back to pennsylvania <laughs> avenue and, and and walk to the white house and then walk across to uh, my car you know where he had parked hmm. and he and uh, he left but that's when the, that's when the stuff started and i'm not convinced that, that that woman was actually shot. I oh, saw Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. I saw that's a false flag. There are more false flags than real things happening all the time. Uh, I, I don't know what, what would have been the reason to, to make it look like she was killed. And it, you know, and if Leslie Babbitt is dead, I apologize, but I saw her from two different, you know, positions of, of a film and there was no blood. There was no blood if you get shot in the head there's blood and the guy that was next to her was an actor he actually got interviewed outside and he had no blood on him and he was like picking her up
0: wait is that the uh is that the antifa black dude is that is no that who I'm he, he
1: was a white goofy looking dude he was uh, and he'd been in prison before for like two years for something yeah there Hey, let me tell you it was uh cnn i mean everybody they were changing clothes underneath trees into Trump stuff. Now, let me tell you something.
0: John Sullivan, for folks listening right now. Right.
1: There you go. There you go. And let me tell you a little something about Ray Epps. I don't know if you knew this, but you know what, who his wife works for?
0: Mm, who is he? Domin- for?
1: Dominion Voting System. Mm, interesting. And they both own about a 300 acre ranch. And got a ton of money. And, uh, you know, they just must make a ton of money with with their stock. But I thought that was interesting. That was in an article. And I want to say I read it on something mainstream like Newsweek or something. So- well, sometimes
0: the, the truth starts poking out a little bit. And uh, especially mainstream <laughs> publications, they they can't help but sometimes pat themselves on the back. There was that story. I think it was uh, Molly Ball, I believe, or I forget who it was, from Time like a month or two after the election that said, or after the inauguration that said the secret cabal that helped uh, get Joe Biden into the presidency. And, and you're like, they, they can't help themselves. They can't help themselves without trying to put that out there. But um, I want, you mentioned about Ray Epps and you mentioned about Ashley Babbitt and false flags. Right. So that's a, that's a term that, again, I, I keep using that as the theme that 20 years ago, someone says false flag and you go, Oh, false flag, what uh, you mean, like Oklahoma City, you mean like Waco, you mean Ruby Ridge, you start bringing up it and you say, yeah, those things. You're like, oh, you're crazy. See, we heard the story. Well, now people are hearing the stories and they hear false flags and they go, yeah, makes sense. So what are some, in your opinion, some other, I guess, historical moments that you believe are false flags? Because some of them have actually come out that, the, uh, you know, when uh, like, like uh, the Gulf of Tonkin and yeah. others that were- at the time, labeled conspiracy theories. And then as the CIA and FBI documents start to get uncovered and you look and go, oh, no, they were right. It was right. No, no, (laughs) it was all BS. They all lied about it at the time. So what are some others that you've, uh, I guess, gathered in your time of following politics, following what's going on that you're like, this is not what they're telling us this is?
1: Well, the the biggest false flag maybe in the history of the world as we know it was probably uh, the Japanese bombing Pearl Harbor. Uh, We knew that was going to happen. Only nobody did anything about it. Um, You know, FDR knew about it. His people knew about it. What, what did they want? They wanted war. Uh, Those families I told you about the 13 families that run the world.
0: Well, they wanted,
1: you know, I mean, there wasn't enough oil being, uh, uh, there wasn't enough money being made with just oil and gasoline they wanted to make ships they wanted to make airplanes they wanted, you know what i'm saying they wanted to make helicopters vietnam yeah, L- L- lockheed martin yeah v- vietnam was all about money we had no business being in vietnam and john kennedy was on his it was getting ready to bust the cia into a thousand pieces and get us out of vietnam and boom you know people ask me well who you know who 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 killed kennedy that's not the question tony the question is who didn't who wasn't (laughs) in on it everybody was in on it uh you know the the fbi uh was in on it cuba
0: Cuba, the mafia
1: everybody everybody well well you know this is one of the few times that the mob you know and well how about the dallas police department how about uh i mean you know um In 1948, LBJ fixed the senator senatorial election uh, and won by something like 1,300 signatures back when people would have to sign their name, all written in the same handwriting in a small town right near Mexico. Uh, I mean, you know, you can't make this stuff up. It's all true. Uh, Our government, for, for what it's worth, is only as good as the media wants to make them look like. That's it, you know. And what they're doing right now is they're trying to kill the cabal. Is and not just our government, and and, and it's not. I, I shouldn't say our government with quotations around it. I, I should say the people running the show on the other side. Okay, the bad guys. See, with me, it's all good guys and bad guys. Tony, if we go out and and you know and and and, and we are living our lives really good and we find out something really bad happened to somebody that just makes no sense and everybody else doesn't want to deal with it who gets called me and tony and we go fix it right i mean that that's exactly what we're doing right now there's good guys and bad guys and you don't want to be a bad guy Mm -hmm. well real bad so
0: when you talk about bad guys wait we can't talk about conspiracy theories or anything without mentioning jeffrey epstein and oh, geez. Glenn Maxwell and uh, but more than just Jeffrey Epstein, because it's we've seen some of the list of names, whether it's actors, politicians that have been on the list going over to the island. And you start to look at this topic of pedophilia. And I know comedian Tim Dillon talks a lot about it in Hollywood and politics of, of pedophilia that's going on. And we've we're, we're now seeing Twitter and Reddit and other places are now banning the word groomer as a pejorative towards people. And they're like, oh, well, what are you saying that all teachers are pedophiles? No, but we're all not some all of them, all some of them are. are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so for sure. You, you talk about the, this subject of pedophilia where now it's gotten to the point where it's some of us 30 years ago, we're calling this by saying, if you do this and you you allow this and normalize this, It's going to lead to pedophilia. And again, 30 years ago, people would tell you you're a conspiracy theorist. This is not going to happen. No slippery slope. Well, now we're getting to the point where we're taking kids to kid-friendly drag shows and drag events during Pride. And you have large adult gay men who are showing their testicles and showing their their buns, everything and having four year olds. And we're supposed to think that this is powerful. This is empowering. This is great. This is uh, see this is what the community we should be all about and kink culture, and you know, even the, during the monkey pox uh, s- uh, situation right now. Um, so you hear about all of this and it just now people are waking up and saying this is the gateway to pedophilia. And this is the gateway. So what are your thoughts on what's been happening, whether it's anything from Pride Month and everything to uh, to Epstein and Maxwell and Bill Gates and, you know, everything that's under this realm of pedophilia?
1: Well, I, I can say this in the years that I've been alive in in the last 10 to 15, 20 years that I've been involved with paying attention to what's going on and having something to say about it. I mean, nobody's ever going to say I, uh, I I'm a very quiet guy. I'm not, I, when something goes, when I believe in something, I, I preach it. And, you know, if you don't like what I'm saying, then, you know, you don't have to listen, but like what happened in, you know, in, uh, in uh, Minnesota, you know, with the big guy, he was a, a porn actor. Yes. He was, he was even in there, you know, the, their little group that they, that they, you know, that they say the guy that was accused of murdering him is an actor. You know, his next door neighbor. I, I might've been one of the only people that have ever seen this recording of that guy's next door neighbor. You know, the guy that supposedly killed him. The white guy was like 40 and his neighbor said, you know, I didn't even know he was a cop. I thought he was an actor. Really? Wow. And he was an actor there. Hey, Tony, they're all actors. They're all actors. Every damn one of them. The bad actors make bad politicians, too. Look at the Bushes, for crying out loud. Look at the Clintons. You know, I mean, when they threw Hillary in the back of that black van on 9-11, 16. Oh, where she's like falling over. She, she was a like, weekend of Bernie's
0: and, uh, and and then like 45 minutes later, didn't she emerge and go
1: like, I'm feeling great
0: right now. That, like that yeah, was that, that
1: Hillary. No, that wasn't her. <laughs> she was dead. Um, she died and she died then. And, you know, when that woman came out of the of Chelsea's apartment building, or her friend's apartment building. And walked over towards the street where all the press were. Nobody came over to greet her. Don't, don't, if you read something and it says that, that didn't happen. A little girl came over, and that woman leaned over just long enough that I could see her legs. And she had nice legs. And Hillary Clinton had two oak trees for legs <laughs> that were 100 years old. That wasn't Hillary. And if you remember who campaigned for Hillary Clinton the next two months, It was the Obamas who hate her guts and they did everything. And at that point, you could kind of tell, you know, well, she's dead. There's no way she's going to win the election, even if they have a body double. And she did have a body double and she only came out at the concert at Madison Square Garden. That was, you know, like it was a Motown kind of concert and she came out for five or 10 minutes waved to the crowd and left and that was it and then she didn't if you remember she didn't come over the night she knew she had lost she waited till the next day and uh yeah she you know i mean that that was uh that that didn't hurt uh Donald Trump. Donald Trump won that election by, by about 58% to about 41%. And then there were some other votes thrown in there. They tried to say she won the popular vote. She didn't. There's a guy that writes books. I'll, I'll turn you on to him sometime. You need to have him on your show. He's incredible. Lives in Florida. He's the guy that writes all of the. He's the guy that wrote all of the stuff about JFK and the numbers, the math. You know, it's impossible for this to have happened and not have this many people know about, it. you know what I'm saying? And he and, and I speak to him from time to time. But he said he told me, he said. And by the way, I, I, I do. Uh, I mean, I I'm a math guy and I enjoy uh, cross polling. I cross poll through Twitter and through other other uh, outlets. And I had Trump between 75 and 80 percent before the election. In 2020. And when when I heard he was losing the next day, I was I was working with a guy here, a guy named Nick Friedis, who was running for Congress, uh, you know, in my district. And Nick Friedis got screwed, too, just like Donald Trump did. So,
0: you know, yeah, that's, it, that, that whole election, it was it was interesting because. You know, you talk about with COVID and that, uh, you know, you have an octogenarian who's running for president in Biden, who's, who has never looked healthy. I mean, really has not looked healthy in all this time. And you have this, this figure that's out there. And they subject him to a basement essentially and anytime he did an outdoor rally you had five people wearing masks sitting in hula hoops outside while trump is having rallies in the middle of america with 50 to 60,000 people there and then you go to bed at you know was it november 3rd going into november 4th and then all of a sudden a couple of these swing states these purple states that went could go either way Ah, there was a pipe that burst and, and we need to shut down or up in Detroit in Cobo Hall that, uh, Oh no, 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 no. They're counting the votes, but we're putting up some paper over the windows right now. We can't uh, let anybody check out what's really going on. And then all of a sudden things just changed completely. And within, it was like ba- basically from 1am till 3am. It went from let's pop champagne. Trump is going to win to They're stealing it in front of our eyes right now.
1: Yeah, and I, th- I, I think Trump was not um, surprised at all. They, you know what? If you remember, he called this six months earlier. He said they were going to fix the election. Um, well, they did that with the voting laws in Pennsylvania. They
0: changed the voting laws because of COVID-19.
1: Well, exactly. And look, and, look, <laughs> and and you can see on 2,000 mules what happened. I mean, and and they're not even talking about all of the ballots. Now, now let me tell you how we know how many electoral Votes Trump really won. The military watermarked all of the ballots. All of the legal ballots are water, were watermarked, and he had he he had one hundred and three thousand votes. You can do the math. There's only thirty thousand left. That was for the dead guy, Biden. I mean, whoever they ran as Biden, he was almost as dead as the real dead Joe Biden. But you know, Trump Trump destroyed him. And he, here's the really funny thing. Trump won California too. And, uh, you know, they'll tell you that if you ever tell somebody that and they know everything, they'll go, how did you know that? Because not many people know that, but he did win. And if you remember, they were like doing regattas and LA was all about Trump. You know, San Diego was all about Trump. I mean, this whole thing is being done by the, these guys against those guys. If you live in the country that no, you know, this group, this cabal doesn't want anybody living in the country. Why? Because you can have your own garden because you can have chickens because you can have cattle because you can live on your own. You don't need any help. They want everybody living downtown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and that's what that's about. But no, I think everything, you know what? I just tell people pray. And I think everything's going to be fine here in a month or two. It's it's been a while, but the reason it's been a while is this is they're on military time. There this isn't just a group of people that are doing stuff. This is the military running things and they don't like to lose people. You know, I mean, if you if you're running a military operation and you do something wrong or you're in too big of a hurry, you lose people. They die. You know, that's that's what happens. And, and that's where we're at now. Just waiting. In my opinion. So as we had,
0: uh, we'll, we can wrap up the podcast here and sure. uh, I, I appreciate you coming on. We'll have to have you on the football podcast too. Cause we, we talk football, but it's also uncensored and we just rant rant about anything too, but there should we,
1: always be uncensored football talk. And, and
0: Oh yeah. And then we, and then we hey. uh, pick games and stuff. So I'd love to have you on there where we get uh, into our podcast a little bit more in the next couple of weeks. Um, but, uh, going into 2022, 2024, you said you're feeling a l- pretty, a little bit more optimistic, uh, kind of how society is waking up a little bit. What do you see going on in 2022 and going into 24, is it Trump again? Is it DeSantis? Is it, uh, and is is whatever we're calling Joe Biden right now, if he, if that's his really his name, is he gonna, is he gonna stick around? I mean, I mean, the guys had COVID for like three weeks now, apparently. So, like, what's what's going to happen in your opinion?
1: Well, if you listen to one hundred seven, you know, one hundred seven says, anytime you hear a celebrity has COVID or you know a politician has COVID, what it means is, you know, they're done. Um, Pretty sure he's done. Um, and I think it's just a matter of time before one way or another whether the movie writes the script or whether it's written by the people taking over you understand what i'm saying oh yeah well because remember you 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 said that for years about ruth bader ginsburg oh yeah you you said
0: you were telling me in like 2015 well yeah it might have been like 2013 2014 or like yeah she know she's she's done and it it took about seven years
1: (laughs) yeah well she she was uh you know she was a bad bad lady um, you know, and she was, uh, she, she was behind that, uh, law that they made that you could take girls down to the age of 14 across state lines without anybody's, um, saying it's okay. Um, yeah, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's nasty. I mean, you know, it'll be interesting to see how the court, the, how about this thing, like they snuck in this all this stuff that happened with, um, Roe Wade. I mean, you know, to me that was just a huge surprise, but, but that's good news. You know what I'm saying? That means at least the people who are acting like they're the Supreme court are making the right decisions. So I think we're going to be okay. And I, and I really think Tony, listen, anytime you ever want, just give me a buzz in the middle of the night. If, If something crazy happens, call me. I'll probably know what, what's causing it eventually. I've made some really good friends in the last few years and, uh, you know, all I'm trying to do is, is, keep them all alive and, you know, just, you know, just, uh, make sure that the kids know what's going on. You know, that you ask me what's going to happen. I, I coach high school sports, my kids, uh, you know, that I coach, they know everything. You know why? Cause I tell them, I tell them what those, uh, those white trails in the sky are. I tell them what's in them. I, t- I tell them why they're in them. You know, people ask me, well, what's going on? I, I just make it simple. I'm just trying to kill as many of us as they can as quickly Because you've been talking about chemtrails for a while too. Oh, absolutely. And they're, and, and they're just, and we see them every day. And, and you want to see some really crazy weather lately? How about what we've been looking at on the East Coast where we live? I mean, we'll go from a blue sunny day to literally tornado warnings almost every other day. And it's because they're dumping all this aerosol stuff on top of our heads. I mean, by the time, by the time it's, it's let out at 20,000 feet, 25,000 feet, by the time it hits the ground, it's the next morning everybody thinks it's uh, fog it's not fog it's aluminum which causes what everything it causes dementia it causes uh the the disease with kids um you know the kids that don't do too well i forget what they call it It starts with an a anyway um you know it's 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 and we haven't done anything about that and you know what when is somebody going to just walk down to their congresswoman or congressman's office and take their right arm and just slide it all the way across their desk and all, everything hits the floor and go, when are you going to stop that poison from coming down from the sky where I live? And it's, that's what it takes. It takes some people to do that. And to do that, you have to have guts and you have to not be scared. You know, Jesus said a lot of things, but one thing he always said, Tony, don't be scared. That's true. I'm always with you. So Bruce, uh, since you're not on Twitter right now, you got the boot, (laughs) but uh, like, did you get a permanent suspension
0: or are you just like off for a week or so?
1: And well, it was going to be less than it was going to be like a month. And I decided I I just went ahead and, and undid my, uh, app. You know, I think God was trying to tell me something. I think part of it was, uh, there's a lot more people on Facebook and I think maybe because it doesn't look like uh, our buddy's gonna buy Twitter anymore. And if he I mean, for a while you could say anything you wanted on Twitter, but now that he's not buying it, I think that maybe the goofball's still in it. Um, because you know what I said was totally true. I didn't say anything that yeah, you know, what, what what did you say that got booted? Uh
0: what was the troublemaker this time?
1: You know what? I I I can't remember, but I'll probably remember in about a half an hour. I mean, it was just something that I would always say. It was, uh, I think, I think it was about chemtrails. Okay. And, uh, and, and I, and I think it had something to do with the fact that sooner or later, it's time for us to just, you know, take this into our own hands and, uh, and make sure that it stops because, you know, it's gotta be the air force or somebody, you know, we know it's not the Marines. Trump has the Marines. I mean, you know, that's the nice thing. Trump got the Marine Corps and and the alliance, by the way. We have no problem with Russia. We have more. We have more allies now than we ever have as a country. It's not even close. I mean, even the Chinese people are our allies, not the CCP. Now we're fighting the CCP with the Chinese people. You understand? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's been happening for a long time. But we've got Japan. We've got both Koreas. I mean, Trump goes over there and makes friends with Dennis Rodman's best friend. And, and they love each other. And you know why? Because Trump was going to help him. They need they need to make stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, they, they don't have any any way to to for the people to to make a living. In North Korea, South Korea is fine. North Korea is not. India, they love Trump. You know, they love everything about him. Russia, they love Trump. You know why? Because the new Putin, and that's not Putin either. Just like it's not Biden. The real Putin's been gone about eight years, but this Putin, he's a good dude. You know, and it's not, and it's, and he's wearing a mask because he looks a little like Putin, but Putin is just like. Uh, our boy uh what's his name biden he's mm-hmm. got big jaws j-a-w-l-s jaws and you know and and a bigger head Th- this biden's got a tiny little head and he's tall and skinny and some days he looks like he's running he's in such good shape and some days he looks like he can't move so yeah you know I, there's more than one of them so
0: very interesting. Well, yeah, it will. Uh, yeah, we'll have to I'll have to have you back on whenever some more garbage starts popping hey, up it, in our it society. It won't be long. It how, won't be long. Tony. How, <laughs> how can people who are listening to this uh, if they want to get a hold of you?
1: You know, if, if they if they want to, um, what what I would suggest is uh, is is contacting. I mean, do you you speak to your people? You like people send you emails and stuff? Oh, yeah. I get a lot of them. Why don't you?
0: <clears throat> you there? Uh Uh-oh, they must have gotten us.